Hello, and welcome to the Grassroots Podcast, hosted by Green Industry Pros, where we dive into the root of the trends, business strategies, products, and personalities in the green industry. In 2019, Briggs & Stratton took a bold step into the electrification of outdoor power equipment with intention of remaining as a known provider of power no matter the source. The first fully integrated and serviceable Vanguard commercial lithium-ion battery pack was designed as an electrification solution for OEMs looking for one half to 20 kilowatts of power. Battery packs are a critical offering in a marketplace that is increasingly demanding emissions-free and sustainable alternative power sources. In this episode of the Grassroots Podcast, Green Industry Pros Editor Ryan Wisner discusses the Vanguard Commercial Battery Pack with Senior Marketing Director Michelle Gross. Let's drop in on them now. So there's a couple different aspects, you know, and, sure. and so I guess uh, to, to start with, if you could just kind of walk through some of the basics on um, uh, of the uh, of the lithium ion battery units and and uh, what the anticipated uh, uses for that will be. Yeah, well, let's start with. Um well, let's let's start with why we're doing this. Uh, just in general, sure. um, I think we've identified that there's a gap in the marketplace um, of people that are powering units anywhere from like a half of a kilowatt hour all the way up to 20 kilowatt hours. Like, there's not a good um, manufacturer that is actually servicing that, and so. Um, Briggs has identified that market gap that's being basically unserved, and so we kind of believe that there's a big opportunity there. Um, right now, they're really basically unserved by lithium-ion technology. There's some that are doing lead-acid um, in the space, and that's it. And so we feel like the solution that we've developed with these flexible packs would really nicely um, fit that power range from a half, half, kilowatt, half kilowatt hour all the way up to 20. So there's some key markets that we're looking at going after, um, some of which you saw at the show. So traditional outdoor power, which is what you saw on the Z1E. So we could potentially power stand-ons or um, regular ZTRs. Um, and then the chore and ag market, so things like sod cutters or chippers or tillers um, are also products that could be powered by the, the Vanguard Flex Pack. Um, and then we're also looking at... Um, outside of outdoor power equipment and lawn and garden industry into construction. So there's products like screeds and um, rollers and some trowels that we would be able to power. Um, and then also in the government and municipal space. Um, so that's where you see things like Argo, the remote transport vehicles. Um, there's products like chippers or slope mowers. Um, floor burnishers, like anything that you would have to operate inside in a construction market. I'll give you an example. If you were kind of laying the concrete floor and you needed to work with a trowel to kind of smooth out that floor, you can't really run gas because you're in, inside a warehouse, right? So lithium ion would service some of those markets um, indoors where there's building going on, but you really can't use um, a gas gasoline product because you're inside. So that's that's kind of the target market, and that's kind of the sweet spot for us in terms of um, the range of power. Um, the great thing about our units and what really sets, sets us apart on some of these products is that FlexPack is really customizable to the application. And so okay. although we're launching first with a 5-kilowatt-hour, 48-volt pack, um, <clears throat> 
as we move forward and as more products and more customers are being developed, you know, those packs can be customized to the application. And so the advantage that Briggs brings is you're really only using the power that you need to power a specific application. You're not using anything extra. So you're not paying for power that you don't need, which is, I think, a huge advantage um, for some of the OEMs that we would be working with. Sure, sure. Okay. okay. Um, so that's that's just kind of paints that just kind of paints a picture of you know who we're going after and and what it is. Um, the total system that you saw on the Argo unit, there's really three key components to that system. So the battery pack is kind of the main thing that you saw. That's that five kilowatt, forty eight volt. On the Argo unit, what we did was we actually put um, four of those five kilowatt packs together in parallel. So that particular unit is being um, powered up to 20 kilowatt hours. So we've got four of our five kilowatt hour packs. And then um, the other component is um, the battery management system. So that is kind of like the brains of the unit. That makes the unit work together and makes all of these individual pieces um, talk to one another. Um, and then um, the controller and the charger. So those are really the pieces. So you got the pack, you got the battery management system, um, the controller and the charger are the components that all really work together, um, you know, to make those units perform pretty seamlessly. Sure, sure, okay, okay. And, and so obviously that's the example, you know, when it's on that Argo unit, Mm -hmm. uh, would that be uh, a, a similar grouping then when it's on, when, when you're applying it to some other application then in terms of what you're looking at is you've got the battery pack, uh, mm -hmm. you know, depending on the power usage that they're looking for, you know, right. in that argue unit, like you said, it was the parallel, so it was that 20 kilowatt hours. Correct. But like on the on the Z1E, it's, uh, I'm not, I can't recall how, uh, how many, how large of a pack that was on that one and, uh, but that might be a different kilowatt hours, but still it would have the, uh, the, the charger and that sort of thing. I mean, it's, Correct. but I mean, like, like, like for the Z1E though, that's, that one is, uh, I mean, the Argo obviously was a remote, uh, vehicle. Um, right. That was part of that. I mean, the, the mower though, I mean, that's still something you are getting on, but it's, it's just that it's battery powered versus gas. That's correct. Okay. Okay. And so, uh, just uh, to to play off the mower, since that's obviously where uh, where GIP comes in with the landscape contractors. Um, what when you obviously when we're talking about uh, kilowatt hours, that's not also operation time then. So, from a from a contractor perspective, if they if they were interested in getting a uh, uh, a mower that's going to have that battery power, is that something they are going to be able to use multiple times throughout the course of a day? Yeah, um, it, it can run, you know, anywhere from about, um, let's see here, let's see what we're saying here. <laughs> it can run probably about half a day on a single charge in most cases. Um, it, on that Z1E unit, um, on average, with a five kilowatt battery pack and a standard 110 volt outlet, um, it takes about six hours to charge that unit. So, um, sure. you know, you'd have to have a unit on charge. Like, you probably have to have multiple um, multiple battery packs and multiple units going on because you you wouldn't be able to run an entire day, at least with the technology sure. and where it is today. You'd be down, you know, for probably half the day to recharge um, to recharge those units. Sure. 
Sure, but it's something that, uh, say, you have multiple crews, but you have one that's right. more of a, you know, where you're more in a more urban setting, so you want to do it maybe a little bit quieter. So it's correct, you know, and so that's you use that more for those jobs versus Absolutely. the other ones that are further out. Yeah, that was, you know, and that was one of the big things. Um, and, and when you talk to Dan, he can probably give you a little more insights from the landscapers. But I know one of the things in a lot of the research that they've done um, on the turf and product side of the business is just, yeah, the the, the professional um, landscape people and the mower and the people that are doing the lawn service are looking to kind of extend their dates um, any which way they can. So the battery provides them the opportunity to exactly start earlier in the morning you know, they could be cutting as early as 6.30 or 7 a.m. now because you're not going to hear any noise if you had it on a stand-on Z. And you could finish the day with kind of your more traditional um, gas. So it would it gives them the ability to extend that day by kind of non-traditional methods. Sure, sure. Okay. So overall, I mean, it's a, uh, I mean, did you, and by you, I mean Vanguard and Briggs, yes. Uh, kind of head into this direction. I mean, obviously, uh, Briggs is more traditionally recognized as that, you know, I mean, it, um, it, it can be have the misnomer of being the uh, almost a residential uh, uh, engine engine provider uh, and certainly has expanded that uh, uh, that over the past several years here. But that being that being said, it's certainly more recognized as that gas provider. Right. Was it the market itself in general that kind of pushed to get into this this battery line? Um, you know, part of it is the market. Obviously, everything is being powered by battery. You know, as we look across all product categories. But I think strategically, as a business, um, you know, Briggs and Stratton and our senior team came took a step back and every year we do strategic planning and look out, you know, three to five years and where the market's going and where we want to take the business. And we have such an expertise in applying power. And that means any type of power. I, you know, we've historically been known as gas power, but with our power application center, we can really apply anything, whether it's gas or hybrid or, you know, pure electric. And so, you know, our senior team as they're, as they're looking at the business and some of our key leaders in, in the product groups basically took a step back and said, wow, we have this expertise in-house. You know, what's stopping us w with kind of expanding and trying to be more of an agnostic provider of power? Let's just not focus on, on gas only. We have those capabilities. Um, and so, you know, once we realized that, the company's really taken steps to try and reposition the business so that people don't think of us only in the bucket of gas engines anymore, but they think of us so that no matter what your application, um, you know, I want to go to Briggs to get this done because they have have a 110-year history of figuring out how to make these, these pieces of equipment work. And I think the other thing um, is just also looking at that commercial space. You know, we've, we've probably historically skewed a little bit more um, residential. And obviously, with the growth of just the commercial market in general, and particularly in this space, I mean, even in some of the research that we see, you know, consumers are starting to outsource more of their lawn service. They don't want to do it themselves anymore. And so that segment of the market continues to grow. And so we know more people are going to be having their lawn cut. And so we've continued to grow that Vanguard portion of the business, um, not only powering, uh, you know, with gas and our single horizontal line and um, just our regular Vanguard, you know, V-twin, big block, small block engines, but we also then looked at, again, this battery space and how can we win in the commercial battery space 
um, going out and not just doing lawn and garden, but looking at construction and municipal and some of these other markets where, um, you know, they need the technology moving forward for a variety of different reasons. And so once that decision was made, um, then we really started to make some serious investments in, in R&D to develop the flex pack and some other technologies in that area and to allocate more resources um, to that commercial space. And, and we've seen really nice growth rates over the last couple of years um, as a result. Sure. Well, and it does seem uh, just at a glance that, uh, like you said, in that construction area, uh, the the electric power options definitely are growing in in that area as well as the the uh, commercial and the landscaping on the turf uh, side of things. Uh, I've seen it now in the in the construction side too, where they're uh, really moving yep. forward with going into the battery and electric power, uh, just because that's what that's what the consumers and and the contractors are starting to ask for just from uh from a variety of standpoints so yeah and we don't we don't want and you know i don't want you to leave this saying like oh my gosh there's no space for gas engines in the world we believe that there's still that gas engines are going to be around for a really long period of time there are certainly applications right now the battery technology is still is in its infancy um, and so, as you mentioned, you know, they gotta, we've got to solve the runtime issue. We've got to solve the quick charging issue. And some of the things that we're seeing in smartphones and everything else, that they're already past some of those issues. You know, we haven't solved them yet in lawn and garden. And so, um, you know, the, the beauty of, of what Briggs & Stratton does is we can provide products that complement each other to help these landscapers and, 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 and commercial people get their job done. And it, so... Like I said, if you've got a small application and it's the morning, battery works. But if I've got to go cut all day on a large property, I've got to have an, you know a fleet of, of uh, gas Zs on my trailer. And so we want to just be the one that is able to service all of that. So it's kind of a one-stop shop uh, from a power, you know, powering your equipment standpoint. Sure, sure. So what was the, uh, how did it come together where uh, Argo ended up being kind of the, uh, uh, the partner as far as to uh, bring this forward the first on the first go around? Um, Argo was a customer of ours just for our regular Vanguard engine. So we already, um, we already had a relationship with them. And, um, and so they were looking for some other, uh, you know, solutions basically to get into some of these areas where they couldn't basically um, send any people and they were using also using lead acid batteries in some of these applications. And so, you know, once they heard that we basically had um, some new technology that could work within their system and allow them to, um, you know, power a variety of different applications, um, you know, they were really excited to just partner with us um, on the on the new technology. Oh, that's great. Okay. And so, are the and are the Vanguard battery packs? Are those uh, um, are those yet available or are those going to be more in 2020 that they're actually Yeah, they're coming out just after the first of the year in 2020. Um, we're targeting a January, February launch date when the, when the Argo units will actually be kind of out, um, out in the field. So. Sure. Okay. Okay. And so then, and the, and the other the, thing I'll just tell you um, about the Argo is, you know, they needed a solution that would basically fit within the same envelope um, that they already had for their machines because they don't want to completely like re-engineer, um, right. uh, you know, the design of, of some of their existing um, 
you know, unmanned ground vehicles that they already had. And so the beauty of the Vanguard thing is it fit within that envelope and it was already compatible with their existing um, communication protocols. Um, so, okay. so that was, that was the other real advantage um, that Vanguard brought to the table. They didn't have to sure. reinvent the wheel. Sure. Sure. Okay. Cause in, in some of the, in some other cases where you, uh, where Briggs might end up partnering with uh, another yep. manufacturer as far as on construction equipment or something like that, it's right. a thing where they may have to re-engineer it to, in order to accommodate the battery pack. They, they may, they may. And you know, the other, the other value prop that Briggs brings to the table is a lot of these guys, <clears throat> you know, they're experts in the equipment that they make. So they don't want to, they don't want to have to spend the time figuring out how they, you know, fit the power portion of that into the equipment. And that's where, right. that's where our power application center comes in. You know, think of a world where, where XYZ OEM says, you know, I've got this piece of equipment that used to be gas and now I want to make it battery. Briggs, here, here's the equipment. Go take it to your power application center and figure out how you're going to make this work with the, with the lithium technology. So in a sense, they could completely outsource, you know, that, that R&D and that development of powering that machine to us. And that's, that's okay. part of the value that we bring. If they didn't have those internal experts um, kind of in that area, we provide that, that, that resource and then therefore deliver on that value proposition. Okay. Okay. So what's the next step then for the, for the Vanguard battery pack? Once, once uh, this, this first generation comes out, what's, what, what's, where does it uh, take you uh, going into the yeah. future? I mean, we're working, the next version would be a 10 kilowatt hour pack, and then we're also then looking to get down to the two and a half kilowatt hour pack to, to power some of the, the smaller equipment. So that would be, that would be the next um, couple in that evolution. You know, there's other business models that we're looking to develop from an R&D standpoint as well. So, you know, and then eventually, you know, we don't even know, we've, we've talked about hybrid um, we don't even know if the jump is going to include hybrid. It's, it's hard to see. Is the market going to go right from gas all the way to full battery? Or is there an interim step that looks like hybrid where they need a combination of that? And so, so those are right. some of the things um, in this space that our R&D group and our, and our engineers are, are continuing to look at. But in the short term, it's really going to be getting these 5 kilowatt, 48 volt packs out and then moving to the 10 kilowatt hour and then down to the 2.5 kilowatt hour. Is there anything else that I'm that uh, I haven't asked that uh, you'd want to mention about this uh, uh, about the battery packs? Um, let's see here. Just at a at a very high level, like you know what we offer. Why would you consider coming with Briggs and Stratton for this stuff? Um, just in summary, I think it's the it's the over 110 years of power application expertise. Um, it's the fact that we can kind of vertically integrate the development so we can help with the design. We're manufacturing, you know, the batteries and assembling them together, and then we're applying them to your product and then doing the testing for you. So, you know, there's things like you can kind of, you don't have to worry about it. Briggs is here to, to support that. Um, you know, developing innovative technologies is really one of our core competencies at Briggs & Stratton. Um, and then having this full system expertise, as I mentioned, you know, we're, so while, while we're buying the actual battery cells, putting them together in that cell module assembly, and then integrating the pack with the charger, with the battery management system and the controller and the motor is really where we deliver value because we're bringing that whole system together um, to work. And then, you know, the other thing is just our very large global support network. So no matter where you are in the world, if there's an issue, you know, whether it's on gas or whether it's on the new battery businesses, we continue to develop more global customers. Um, 
Bridge and Stratton is going to service this and make sure that, you know, your product is working. And if there is an issue, you know, obviously we're available 24-7 to fix that. And I think that's, again, another area where some of the other competitors may fall down a little bit. They don't have that expansive um, service and support network like we do um, at Briggs and Stratton. Well, that's it for today. Thanks to Michelle for taking the time to talk with us today. Keep up with the latest news in the green industry at greenindustrypros.com and be sure to tune in every Thursday for another Fresh Cut episode of the Grassroots Podcast. Thank you.